Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more, here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brabeck podcast. Happy Thursday. I hope that you're having an absolutely lovely week. Um, I know that there is a lot going on in the world right now. Um, so like in the world, in our country, within ourselves, I'm sure. So if you're feeling a lot of different things this week, just know that I see you, I feel you, you're not alone, it's okay to celebrate your wins while remaining mindful of the realities of like the larger picture of the world right now. Um, And it's okay to feel your own hardships and bad day, you know, situations like your feelings are still valid while you know, keeping that perspective as well. Um, By the time this comes out, actually, yeah, timing will be great. There is um, a Ukraine relief ride this Sunday at the Handlebar. So just you can go onto the Handlebar Cycling app or Handlebar, um, handlebarcycling.com. I'm going to double check that that is the URL. Because, yeah, handlebarcycling.com and you can book that um, if you want to, you know, find community but also give back. So, highs and lows of the week. I feel like every week has been flying by but also somewhat dragging. I don't know. I feel like my high is that I reached my goal, uh, a few goals for February, um, which feels really, really good. Um, all actually not all related to business. So I'll, I'll let you in on kind of my current process right now. It's working right now. I feel like I really changed this stuff up. Um, you know, depending on my focus and my mood and everything. But in taking that manifestation and business course, which I am still taking because I really fell behind over the holidays and during that transition time between my job at Vertex and going back to doing my own thing. Um, But so every month I've been kind of writing down, you can call them manifestations, you can call them goals. Um, some are super broad and some are super specific. Um, I had written down that I wanted to be engaged by our three-year anniversary, which was February 14th. And he did it on February 11th. So talk about the 11th hour, but 
we're not going to complain about it because it was literally perfect. I was so surprised. We all heard about it last week. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, I wrote down how much money I wanted to make in February and same exact thing. Right in the 11th hour, I surpassed that goal um, like the last couple days of February. And for me, it was a big confidence booster because I was really, really afraid to break out on my own. And I'm, you know, through this manifestation course and through, I don't know, just like the different books that that I've been reading and the messages that I'm telling my own clients in my body image program, I have been able to reconnect with my own confidence as well and kind of work through my own limiting beliefs in like while I help others work through theirs, um, which is a really beautiful connection and a really wonderful thing to feel and see um, how it impacts my business and my everyday life. So I just feel like as I'm showing up more confidently, um, I'm starting to believe in the reality that I can create for myself. So hopefully I can rub some of that off on you if you're feeling like you need that this week. Um, So I surpassed that and I reached the number of personal training clients I wanted um, on my regular schedule for for February. So um, I do have a little bit more wiggle room. Um, I'm thinking of either starting a small group strength that would be, I'm thinking every Friday, um, maybe noontime on Friday, or we could do like an early morning um, or even like an eight o'clock. But if you're interested in that, it would be like low cost because there'd be three to four of you and you'd split the cost of the training session. Um, Really fun way. We'd get the same people there every week. So you can kind of make a community out of it. Um, And it's like a nice way of learning either the basics or leveling up your routine. But if you're interested, reach out because I do still have a little bit of room left in my roster. Um, But yeah, that's the high. And um, also just like hearing, I'm just like going off on tangents at this point. Who even cares? Um, I've received some really, really great messages from some of my body image clients just talking about how maybe to them it's annoying, but it it seemed like a positive note Um, as they, you know, were going through their everyday lives. They're kind of like hearing the messages from me in their heads, reminding themselves to take time for themselves and maybe take time to like eat more mindfully and, you know, get away from their desk and enjoy their lunch or, you know, be easy on yourself, like all of that. And that just, it makes it all worth it. That is the the reason why I am doing it 100%. Um, Yeah, just warms my heart. And then my low would definitely have to be just like my, my social capacity is so much lower than it used to be. And it just is what it is. I don't hate it. But like Saturday, we went up to New Hampshire to my friend's birthday party, which was like such a great time. I love her family. She's a friend from high school. So just like 
it always feels like super grounding, if that makes sense, to be around her and her family um, and like love them. Don't get to see them enough. So it was great. Um, And then after that, we drove like the hour back home and had some like evening plans with some of Mark's friends that were in the city for the night. And again, same thing. I adore them. We had a fantastic time. But like I was so tired. Slept the entire hour way back from New Hampshire, just drained. And then felt like I needed to like take another nap when we got back to Boston before we went out to dinner. And like Sunday, I was like, I can't do it. I'm so tired. So and it's not even like like it was not like raging social engagements. I did not drink at Katie's birthday and I had like three drinks over the course of pre-dinner drinks, dinner, and then we met up with some people after. Like that wasn't a lot. So why? But you know what? I'm kind of okay with it. I don't feel the need to build it back up. That feels fine. Okay. Switching gears here because I'm just wasting your time at this point. So um, today we are going to talk all about mindful movement. Now, a huge part of the body image course, Build Your Best Body Image, is all about finding ways of reconnecting with your body, of supporting your body, energizing your body, and finding a consistent movement routine or pattern that works for you so that way you'll stay consistent with it. Because we can all agree, moving your body is key for the health benefits, for the mental health benefits, um, like your digestion, all of it. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that you need to have a rigorous exercise routine. I don't believe that you need that. Um, Every person has different needs. Their bodies physically need to be supported in different ways. Their mental health needs to be supported in different ways. And that is the beautiful thing. But so many people, myself included, get so caught up in what's popular in what you quote unquote should be doing um, and burn ourselves out. And I see so many people come to me and say, I hate exercise. I've never liked working out. I'm not like a worker outer. And I want you to give this a little food for thought. How many times have you started an exercise routine, a movement regime, um, while also starting a diet or maybe in your head of like a health kick, if you will? Um, I'm going to start cleaning it up and working out, even if it's not a formal, I'm going to do Whole30 for these 30 days and exercise um, in a way I never have before. Whatever version of that speaks to you, think about that um, that mindset 
the movement is probably more of an exercise that feels more like a punishment. You're like, oh, I've been so bad. So I'm doing this cleanup and I'm going to get it together. So it's more of a punishment and kind of coupled with that like self-hate cycle um, that comes with dieting. It also tends to be like a rigid, rigid routine. And if you're doing it paired with a diet or even like a clean eating, um, you're probably under fueling your body or you were under fueling your body. So how do we expect that exercise to feel good, right? When your body is using more energy than normal, but receiving less energy than normal through the food that you're eating or not eating. So put that into perspective before totally writing off your ability to move and find movement that you enjoy. Okay. And I saw this TikTok that really, really spoke to me as so many of my sentences start. Um, But it basically was just like, you don't have to exercise with the goal of losing weight or changing your body. You don't have to exercise for the love of exercise. Like it could be, you could be exercising for a weight loss goal. You could be exercising because it just feels good. You could be exercising even though, you know what? I hate this right now, but I know that my mental health will feel improved after. Um, Like there's not one goal, one reason, one use that has to resonate with you. It could change day to day, allow for that freedom. Okay. So with those two things in mind, let's walk through um, kind of what I teach. Quite literally, I have the slides up from the video that I recorded for my Build Your Best Body Image um, program clients. So I'm not going to give you all of it because I can't give my whole program away, but I'm going to give you some things that I hope will help you, you know, change your view of movement, find a movement routine that works for you, and find some consistency in it as well, because consistency is really key. Like for me, I feel like if I can consistently move for 20 minutes almost every single day, I I feel great. That sometimes that's like a jam-packed 20 minutes, like hitting it hard. Some days I'm stretching. Some days I'm just walking the dog. But over time, all of those 20-minute workouts really support my body, all right? Rather than like, okay, well, I took that really, really hard workout class and I absolutely hated it, so now I'm off working out for three months and, okay, Amanda told me I could do 20 minutes, so I'm going to do 20 minutes, but then I'm too busy. I don't do anything for another three months. Like, we got to find something that lights us up a little bit, right? Okay, so... In changing that perspective, what if we 
made exercise about creating a feeling rather than changing our bodies. Now, again, that's not saying that weight loss goals are bad and you can't have them, but that doesn't need to be what it's all about because so often that is what it's always been about and that's why it hasn't worked, right? It's all this pressure. It's punishment. It's the way that we're framing it within our minds. So I want you to remember first that we're treating our bodies with respect. That doesn't mean that you have to love your body every day or even really appreciate it. Like if you're not there yet or accept it, you don't have to accept it yet. You don't have to love it yet. You don't have to love it every day. Even if you do feel that way some days, you don't have to accept it every day. It's about finding that level of respect so that you can remember to treat your body that way. Um, AKA moving it because you know that that's caring for your physical body and then also your like mental mindset. So what if you changed the way that you looked and talked about, looked at and talked about exercise? So instead of like, you know, you walk out of a workout class and you're like, oh my God, that workout killed me or oh my God, my body's dead or saying things like, oh, my body just like, you know, was so bad today. Like it wouldn't do this and kind of like separating yourself from your body. What if you measure your movement or your exercise by the feeling that you get? Like, oh, wow, I'm feeling energy like flow through my body more than I did when I woke up and like showed up at this class. Or like, wow, I really notice how my mood changes after a workout. I feel stronger. I feel more confident. And even though I'm physically a little bit tired, my brain is buzzing. Um, and start to notice those things and notice what kinds of movement um, are like coupled with those good feelings. And that's not to say that every single exercise um, like session is going to feel like a million bucks, but on that consistent scale, like, do you enjoy it? Does it make you feel good? Um, and also taking a break or completely ditching them, but finding something that works for you. Um, taking a break from the diet tools. Stop weighing yourself every day. Take, even if it's only 24, 48 hours a week, whatever, take a break from your Apple Watch, from tracking those activity rings or whatever they are. I've never owned an Apple Watch. I'm not cool enough. Um, or tracking your workouts on that because you might start to find that you're choosing different methods of exercise or lengthening your workout or going past the point where you feel like you're done um, to reach a certain calorie number or close that ring or whatever it is. 
um, and going against your gut, just driven by that punishment, the, the thought that a workout doesn't count unless it reaches a specific length. A workout doesn't count unless it reaches a certain calorie deficit. Um, and all of that. And that might be hard at first, but you might find that it starts to change the way that you assess your workouts and just the way that you even talk to yourself about movement. And you might be able to praise yourself more when you're not clouded by like, oh my God, I lifted 10 more pounds than I normally do yesterday, but oh my God, I gained three pounds. I'm such a failure. Now I'm going to like go sign up for a second class, even though my body's so sore and I hit a PR yesterday. Does that make sense? I hope so. Uh Uh-huh. Because I can't hear your feedback. But if it doesn't, reach out. We can do a part two. Um, Okay, so let's go back. And I've talked about this a little bit in prior episodes, but I'm just going to kind of breeze through this part um, and just leave you with some things to think about. So we, you know, like I said, get really caught up in the shoulds and the that girl routine and all of these bright, shiny things that might not actually really resonate with us and what we need both in our body and mentally and emotionally. And especially if you've never found exercise that you enjoy, I encourage you to explore. Explore some unconventional things. Um, Get creative. Think back to your childhood. What, What was, you know, what were activities that made you feel alive? Did you love to dance? Are you, do you find yourself dancing in the kitchen? All of that. Do more of that. If you're embarrassed to go to a dance class, look them up on YouTube and just like get moving. Um, if fresh air really just makes you feel rejuvenated and alive, can you find a good podcast? Hint, hint. Um, or maybe a really positive playlist. Put those earbuds in. Airbuds, am I 50 years old? Oh my God, AirPods. Christ. I've also never owned those. I'm telling you, I'm not cool enough. Um, put your AirPods in and go for a walk. Maybe find like an environment that really makes you feel grateful. Like I love walking near the beach and hearing the waves and seeing the sun reflect off the like water and it's sparkly and it just makes me feel at home. It makes me feel grateful for where I live. Um, And it's little things. Maybe there's like a park that you feel like is really cute and just like makes you feel happy. Go there. Um, Buy a pair of rollerblades. And give that a try. I did that the other day. My mom bought me rollerblades. And I unfortunately haven't used them a lot since she bought them for me. And it was really nice the other day. And I went rollerblading. And I fell like four times in front of a bunch of people. Almost fell into oncoming traffic. So avoid that. Uh, Wear a helmet. But like have some fun. Connect to your inner child. Um, 
just, it doesn't have to be rigid and boring and repetitive. If you're really into those routines and the rigidity, like that's fine. Some people thrive off of that, but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be a perfectly split up workout, um, going into the gym and lifting weights. I'm a personal trainer. I love lifting weights. I know that that is one of the most effective forms of exercise, but I also know it can be really intimidating. It can be fucking boring. I don't do it for every exercise of my own. I don't do it. Like I do it a few times a week, maybe twice. Honestly, if we're being, if we're being totally honest, my current routine, which I have literally just developed as of the last like week or so, I sold my Peloton, no shade to Peloton. I just, I teach spin. I don't need any more cardio. I already feel like I get too much of it teaching and my body feels like it needs more recovery and more strength. So I sold my Peloton. I joined the range by Cara Duvall. Go back a few episodes um, from this year, this season. Cara Duvall, she teaches like a functional bodyweight strength, Pilates inspired, dance inspired class. And there's multiple different classes. There's more recovery. There's more like fast paced. So my current routine is teaching my few spin classes a week, doing a couple of those things. I walk my dog 20 minutes to an hour. An hour is like really just weekends or if I'm feeling like I have a free day, like 30 minutes. Um, and then I try to incorporate one to two days of lifting and it feels good. The Pilates workouts aren't too long. I did a 40 minute one long, 40 minute long one today. And that felt like a longer, longer than I typically do. Um, I did a 30 minute one on Monday, like just find, do the trial and error to figure out what feels good in your body. And maybe don't even just try things once, try it a few times. Cause as you gain the confidence in one movement pattern, you might gain the confidence to try something else. Grab a friend and go hit up the local rock climbing gym. Go try tennis. Go do some pickleball. Like it doesn't have to be just like a one size fits all thing. If you really like going to classes, go to classes. Find a community that works that like makes you feel supported and makes you want to show up and encourages you. That's huge. Um, but some of the traps that we can really fall into are, you know, I have to do this. I have to do that. Trying to fit it into your like, or like mold your routine around your workouts, which yes, prioritize your movement, but fit it into your life. Your movement shouldn't run your life. It should fit into it. If you're not ready to jump into more formal types of exercise or create like a movement routine where you're really taking the time out of each day to do that, ask yourself like, okay, right now I really don't have the time because genuinely the whole like, we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Bullshit. No, we don't. I don't have a personal chef. I don't have an assistant. I don't have money like she does anywhere close to it. Um, 
like, I guess I enjoy that sentiment, but it's just simply not true. If you're a single mother working two jobs, taking care of your kids, running from one thing to the next, I'm sorry, you don't have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. And maybe you don't have 20 minutes for yourself. But can you find ways of working movement into your life? Are you able to park your car farther away from work and work in a 10-minute walk to to your car at the end of the day, from your car into the office? Can you take the stairs more? Can you park farther away at every store that you go to? Can you bike to work? Can you get a push lawn mower instead of a ride along? Like yard work is exercise. Let's not get it twisted. Part of the reason why I'm not jumping at buying a house, LOL, it's because of the prices, but I also don't want to do yard work. Um, Can you stretch for five minutes and do like some basic body weight movements? Just move your body a little bit before you um, start your day, before you get into bed at night. Can you try to meet up with a friend once a week and go for a long walk to catch up? Do you have the ability to take a quick walk at lunchtime instead of um, sitting at your desk? You know, it's all about making it work for you and shaking off the punishment, shaking off the pressure. Like it just doesn't have to be that serious. Um, So my assignment, my homework for you is to write a list of different types of movement that you want to try. Get creative. Like I said, rollerblading, tennis, pickleball, beach volleyball, joining an adult league, go to a dance class, maybe go to like a salsa class, like go into the depths of your mind, get creative, make a list. And then as you try each one, write little notes down next to it. How did it make you feel mentally? How did it make you feel in your body? Do you find yourself smiling? Did you find yourself laughing? Do you feel like the effects lasted afterwards? How'd you feel the next day? Get curious. And just take the pressure off yourself because at the end of the day, let's say it together, nothing matters. It's not that serious, you know? And I will just say, if any of this resonated with you um, and you feel intrigued to bring this kind of mind-body connection into your life, if you feel intrigued to bring some positivity and cultivating new confidence and revamping your relationships with food, with exercise, with your body. Um, I really encourage you to see if the next round of build your best body image is right for you. Um, We go over all this stuff. We also, again, explore intuitive eating and what it means and how to implement it step by step into your life, um, embodiment and connecting with your body and learning how to respect it, how to appreciate it to get to that point of neutrality, of appreciation, of hopefully one day acceptance and just working towards it. So, We will be starting. I, again, am trying to practice what I preach and really go with my gut. So I am going to be pushing the next round to start in the beginning of April. 
Um, so I can really make some positive tweaks to the program based on feedback um, and get a really good group together before we start. So if you are interested, you can fill out um, my little inquiry form. It's connected to the podcast Instagram and the link in bio, my own Instagram um, and my link. And I'll also pop it in the show notes. And from there, we can set up either like a discovery call or go back and forth via email if you don't want to talk on the phone. Um, But also always feel free to just slide into those DMs or leave me a voicemail um, through the podcast because I'm here for you. All right. So go out there. Try a new kind of movement this week. Have some fun. Just move your body in a way that makes you feel a little more alive. Because I think that in all this darkness, there's a lot of darkness right now, right? And it's okay. It's actually very important because we can't affect any positive change if we're just sitting in the darkness, right? So go out there and find and invite a little bit of light into your life. Um, And that doesn't mean that you don't also feel the bad stuff. It doesn't mean that you don't find ways to help organizations to donate to. But your light that you find, the light that you cultivate can bring, can just bring more light into the world, which like look around. We really need that. So let it shine. Okay. Okay. Have a great, great week. I'll catch you next Thursday um, with some more body image loving. All right. Have a great week. Peace and motherfucking blessings. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.